Hello and welcome. This is your host, Nick, and thanks for joining us today. The mission of our podcast is going to be simple. We're going to explore, analyze, and dive into exactly how to be the best at selling homes. Maria Velasquez is a top producing Douglas Elliman broker in New York. She's the founder of the Velasquez Lorber team, which currently has dozens of active New York listings, ranging from rentals to multi-million dollar prices. With years of experience in uptown co-ops to downtown lofts and new developments, and being fluent in English, Spanish, and Russian, Maria has some unique insights into how to be the best at selling homes. Hey everyone, just a quick note here. We've had some technical issues with the audio for this particular episode, so we're going to present it in more of an edited Q&A format. Maria has a lot of successful experience and a ton of unique insight that I'm sure you're really going to appreciate. Now, back to the episode. How did you get started in real estate? So, um, I started um, on my team about six years ago. Um when I had already had a, a little experience in real estate. I've been in New York for the past 15 years uh, in the industry. My family is all in real estate. My mother was kind of the reason why I joined real estate because she's a real estate uh, broker in Miami. So I started my career because she wanted me to start referring clients to her. So um, I flew to New York and I was able to get interviewed by some developers and uh, I, I, I believe I'm naturally a salesperson. I, I, really, I really like, you know, since I'm very little, I, I was always a selling brownies in school and kind of uh, very into negotiating. So, you know, it was kind of something easy for me to develop. Uh, so I, I went to New York, I interviewed myself with some developers and they liked me. I started from the very uh, beginning as a contract coordinator and then I escalated to salesperson and then I went into um, some projects directing the, all the marketing and sales and, you know, that's how I started other buildings and other areas in New York that expanded my knowledge and expertise. It was not really serious when I started in Miami uh, because I was my, my, my primary, like my, my career is uh, culinary and restaurant management. So I was, I went to culinary school and my, and I did a restaurant management in FIU in Florida. And in my spare time, my mother would ask me to hey, why don't you open this door, show this thing, you know, you should get your license, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, I just did it because I needed the extra money. And it started slowly but surely to grow into me. And then, you know, after she flew me to New York to, you know, kind of know the projects and kind of refer her clients, I kind of liked it. And that's how I started in New York. Are there differences in luxury real estate between New York and Miami? Well, Miami, Miami real estate market is a little bit more cyclical. And uh, in, in New York, it's a little bit more stable in terms of, you know, 
you have longer periods of of uh, of financial uh, situations where where you find uh, more opportunities as a buyer as a seller you know depending on the strength of the market in miami's kind of always you know like once a year every two years you find an overload of development and saturation of the market and that makes the market uh, prices go down and the same way that they go down the same opportunities arises for investors in Miami it's very attractive to uh, South Americans and they kind of have all their you know vacations home there due to their proximity and the flights you know are very short so I found I find the the markets in, in New York and and in Florida are a different a little bit different in the in terms of uh, stability and cycles. Um, my specialty is in New York, more in in uh, in new developments and luxury rentals, luxury uh, resales, and advising investors on how to uh, buy apartments that will that will, uh, that we, you know, in, in different neighborhoods that have not yet emerged, but they will be a very successful and established neighborhoods in the near future. So they can see their investment multiply and be, you know, and, and at the same time collect rents and find value in, the, in their property in the, in the near years. What advice do you have for others with big ambitions, but just starting their team? Well, in my case, starting a team in New York, it was, was like getting married and starting a family. I had to carefully choose my partner, you know, and understand and agree his work ethics and goals and accept and define the roles in which we're both comfortable with and we will, will go along with our strengths and weaknesses. And I was very lucky to, to find my, 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 my partner, who is Michael Larber. And uh, we have an amazing synergy and great work, uh, you know, a relation that has allowed us to continue in business and you know we don't work in everything together we do a lot of things separately but uh we are you know we have a very pleasant and happy workflow uh, we both know our roles and we both respect each other in that sense and we we know our strengths and weaknesses which is very important you know not everybody has to bring the same or you know quantify the same amount of work it really depends on the personalities and your and your strengths again um then comes to choosing your team and choosing the rest of the agents that are like your kids you know you want to kind of educate them and kind of uh, get the whole team in 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 the same synchronized in the same work ethic and the, and the philosophy and the goals that all the team has as a as, as a as a family you know so it's it takes a lot of work a lot of patience you know not as i said not all the times the you will work the same amount than the others sometimes you have to put more you have to do less depending again on the personalities and the strength 
but as long as you're motivated and you are organized and you know how to plan and, and you have you know motivation within your with your coworkers and you know it's 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 easy and exciting obviously you have so many priorities with real estate being an influencer in the community your social life personal life how do you find balance well organization and planning is I think is a big part of it. I, I learn how to anticipate, how to plan my days. And uh, once a month, I sit down with my team and we do like round tables where we share our ideas, we plan calendars, we plan our marketing, we share our ideas and, and contribute with each other's, uh, you know, goals. A, I usually start my day very early exercising and that's like my you know like my zen moment where I'm with my with myself kind of organizing my day and my week and where I have time to think and and and, and put all my all my all the puzzle to all the puzzle together so I can deliver so it's it's all about organization I gotta say you you have to be very passionate for what you do and things you know i am very passionate for real estate and and it excites me every day and new york it's definitely one of the engines that that you know makes that happen and every day is different so you have to be you have to be open to changes and to last minute uh, uh cancellation of clients and schedules you know and just kind of play along with it Uh, having your goals very centered and defined and have a support, you know, a team that supports you and, and, and that can help you out and share, share ideas and give you, you know, other points of view. So that's a, a good combination of a lot of things, but mainly planning and time management, as you said. How about something that makes you feel out of balance? Well, when we're very busy and, and you know, and we have back-to-back appointments and, and you're always, you know, a, you, don't, you don't really choose where you want to lease your apartment, but, you know, like clients kind of look for you or you're recommended and more times you're more knowledgeable in some areas than others. So I would say that maybe when I'm not that informed or I'm not that, you know, a knowledgeable about an area, I feel out of balance because I really want to, I want to deliver and have and advise my clients the best way possible. So I wouldn't say there was a, a, a you know, a definite part of the year or, or month that it, I felt out of balance. It just kind of, when it, take you out of place and you have a client that calls you hey I want to meet you today because I just I'm flying out tomorrow and and you are not prepared and I don't have you know my listing my listing pitch and I, I, I don't have time to kind of see the comps and everything because you want to be able to to deliver and get the best advice possible because they're trusting you and choosing you to sell their, their their property so I would say that's the most common situation where I feel more out of balance. With so many opportunities and demands for your time, what will you be focusing on next year? Well, I think uh, 2019 is going to be a great year. We're planning to grow our team and bring some new agents that can add up more diversity and support to our little family. 
We have lots of new listings coming to the market in the first trimester, and we're focusing in new developments in different parts of the city uh, that will enhance our knowledge and experience as brokers. We're also focusing in a few projects in Florida and looking to expand our efforts so we don't, don't put all the eggs in one basket. Within the industry, what's most on your mind? Well, I think uh, technology is crucial in their industry. I think that clients feel very savvy with the unlimited access to internet that, you know, that, that it's been given to them. And I think that scares uh, the agents and brokers a little bit, you know. I think we should be always informed and, and, and complement the technology trends and all the, all the new channels that nowadays are coming, you know, to, to our customers' attention. And instead of, you know, feeling a little bit scared about those plays, like complementing that technology and being part of it, because they're always going to see and they're going to look and they, but they don't really going to know the insights of everything that they're going to buy. So, you know, always being, keeping yourself informed, keeping yourself, you know, updated in the new trends, in the new neighborhoods and everything that is happening uh, legal-wise, tax-wise, you know, uh, what neighborhoods are emerging. You know, you can go to street easy and you can find a beautiful apartment, but you don't really know that the taxes are going to be expiring that year or that you have, you know, in low-income homes that are going to affect somehow your rent or what are the tricks that, you know, you don't see when you are looking in internet at a property. So I think it's just a challenge of, you know, keeping yourself informed and, and you know, and going along with the technology and everything that it's coming, you know, to the industry. What do you want to be remembered for and why? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of my work and how not being a native New Yorker, I've been able to survive and prosper in the industry. Being an outsider has helped me to understand what my client wants and needs and facilitates me like reading between the lines. Uh, I would love to be remembered as a hardworking and knowledgeable broker who came to New York and was able to succeed in the hardest time of the markets. Like, you know, we, 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 we saw in 2008 and, you know, we're seeing a little bit now that has been slowed down. And, and I believe that a good broker always finds um, hard times as opportunities and ways to reinvent themselves so they can, they can you know, bring the positive note on, on their clients and, and, and bring new opportunities to new buyers and investors. What are the best ways for listeners to follow you? Well, I am very active in social media. I personally run both Instagram, the Velasquez Lorber team, and my work Instagram. A, every day I post on both Instagrams. I also have a blog. Maria Velasquez Real Estate, where I share everything from decorating tips to tax information, new projects, new restaurants, New York trends, anything that is related to, you know, to home and the market. And I also have my Facebook is also connected to my Instagram. So it's all going to be, you know, around uh, the industry. So this will be the best places to follow me. I, my Instagram is M 
Maria V. New York. And my blog is Maria Velasquez Real Estate. And my team Instagram is Velasquez Lorber Team. So, you know, those three are the best way to be updated in all the market trends and, you know, new, new things happening in real estate and New York and Florida and anything related to it. Thank you so much for, for uh, you know, thinking about me. And I'll be happy to, to share anything else more than you guys want in the, in the next year. Happy New Year to you too. Thanks again for listening. Follow us online for more tips, tricks, and inside information as to what the top agents in this country are doing to sell more homes. You can find us at www.realestateexcel.com, realestateaccel.com, realestateexcel.com, or find us on Facebook. Thanks, and see you next time.